Welcome. We are so glad you've joined us today. Are you ready for another Bayside Christian Church podcast? Let's get straight into it. I want to share with you uh, a little bit more about the church, the body of Christ. And I was reading this very uh, impacting description of God's house or his church. And I'd like to share it with you and then talk for a few moments about stepping up and stepping out. God's house is a haven for the broken, a refuge for those who have failed to live up to expectations, a place to seek support, a network where you are positively surrounded by people who demonstrate a pathway to wholeness, a place where forgiveness is upheld at all costs and retribution is replaced with reconciliation, a place where our ideals are turned over to heaven's values of love first and grace rules, where reshaping and redefining takes place on the potter's wheel, not the demolisher's anvil. A place where Jesus' shed blood is honoured as achieving a once-for-all deliverance from judgment. A place where the Holy Spirit points to Jesus' finished work of reconciliation and unfailing, undeserved grace. A place where we are family and Christ is central. A place where hope overthrows doubt. Faith is not a commodity used exclusively to gain the advantage, but becomes fuel to drive a redemptive vision for the downtrodden and the desperate. The church is God-designed, Jesus-birthed, built on us, and as Paul so rightly worded, each of us should take care how we build upon its foundations. The church was God's idea to build people up and provide comfort to the humiliated, strength for the weak, freedom for the imprisoned, good news for those whose own story looks less than perfect. The church, a place where incomplete people are given the time and grace to discover a perfect God who has a plan for their life, even if everything they planned has not turned out the way they had expected. I love the church, not because of who is in it, but because of who saw it, empowered its inception, and envisions its harbour of life, liberty, freedom, and its potential of a real future allowed to develop within its protective surrounds. Let that be the kind of place we live for, provide for, and stand up for. This is the hope of the world and a cause worth dying for. Wow, what a, an incredible description of the church, the body of Jesus Christ, God's house, the family where we gather together. And thank God that churches across many parts of our nation are now able to start to regather. In some areas, that's still very difficult. But we are joining our hearts together. We're realizing that we belong to something so powerful that truly the local church is the hope of the world where grace and love and forgiveness and support and encouragement and purpose and so many uh, things can happen and develop. And I thank God for Bayside Christian Church and all the beautiful people that belong to our church. And we look forward to connecting more and more in uh, the coming weeks and months in our small groups, our ministries and our church uh, celebrations on Sundays. Just the other night, I woke up with this vision of a staircase that was going up and then all of a sudden it stopped, but it didn't reach the destination. And I thought, Lord, what is that? Staircases are meant to start somewhere 
and go to the next floor or the, the, the next destination. But this staircase stopped short and I said, Lord, what, what are you trying to show me? And he said, it's really important when you start out on a journey and you start stepping up and out that you keep going forward because God's staircase doesn't stop and you fall over and are destroyed. God's plan for your life and for our church is that we step up and keep stepping forward until we see and reach the destination. And that's not just heaven and eternity. It's God's purpose for us to bring His kingdom life to our families and our community. And I want to encourage you today that we can step up and it will not leave you disappointed or falling short. But as you step out day by day with Jesus, you will achieve His purpose and plan for your life. Psalm 37, verse 23 and 24 says, The steps of the God-pursuing ones follow firmly in the footsteps of the Lord, and God delights in every step they take to follow Him. If they stumble badly, they will still survive, for the Lord lifts them up with His hands. What a beautiful picture this is. It says, Those who follow after God, our steps are firmly established, and we keep stepping up and out in His purpose. And even though there's been this 2020 has been a challenging year for so many and continues to be, I want to encourage you, God's watching over your steps. He's leading you into a pathway of blessing. He wants you to grow stronger and overcome your fears and anxieties. He wants our lives to be so fruitful and the increase that Mary Lynn talked about and the grace that Pastor Peter talked about where we live in a place of grace and blessing and favor and overflow. And even if you've stumbled, and all of us do from time to time with our words or our actions or our attitudes. It says the Lord will pick you up. Even if you stumble badly, you'll survive and God's blessing will be there to lift you up. And today I want to encourage you that God is there to help us to keep stepping up and moving forward. I believe we need to step up and re-engage with one another and with God's plans for our future together. That He wants to help us to fulfill the God-given plan for our church and our community. And at this time, as we start to regather and different ministries start to function again, I want to encourage you, step up and step out. Be involved. I thank God for our teams and all those who serve on our teams. And some of the public ministry teams have had some time out to rest and be refreshed. But as we start to move forward with kids ministry and frontline and worship teams and so many other areas of administration and evangelism and pastoral care, some of those have kept functioning, um, supporting people during this time. And as we re-engage more, I want to say, hey, come on, let's step up. Let's step out. Be involved. If you're not on a team, come and join us because there's great reward and joy that comes. And I've learned that if you're walking upstairs and you stop, you'll end up being a blockage for other people that are trying to get up those stairs. So I want to encourage you, don't stay where you are. Let's keep moving forward individually and together for the kingdom of God. Let's keep walking up to His purpose. I remember years ago, I was on holidays at the Blue Mountains in New South Wales and at Katoomba, and there's a beautiful place of scenery with the three um, mountain peaks of the Three Sisters and there was a stairway that you could actually walk down right around down the side of this uh, big cliff and down to the base. And I remember I was probably 20 years old and very fit, a little bit fitter than I am now. And I remember I ran down 
and ran up the thousand stairs that were there. And uh, sure, I was puffing when I got back to the top, but I wish I was as fit as I was then. But are all these stairs, and if you stopped on the way up or down, there'd be other people coming up and wanting to go past you, and it became very awkward. I want to encourage you, no matter how many steps you think you've walked and how many are still in front of you, just take one at a time and let's keep moving forward. Psalm 1 verse 1 to 3 says, What delight comes to the one who follows God's ways? He won't walk in step with the wicked, nor share the sinner's way, nor be found sitting in the scorner's seat. His pleasure and passion is remaining true to the word of I am, meditating day and night in the true revelation of light. He'll be standing firm like a flourishing tree planted by God's design, deeply rooted by the brooks of bliss, hearing, bearing fruit in every season of his life. He is never dry, never fainting, ever blessed, ever prosperous. Wow, what some incredible blessings there. And it says, don't walk in step with the wicked or those that are not following God. Walk in the way of righteousness with friends and family who are honoring God in their lives, in their business, with character, with integrity. And it says, God will bless you and you would flourish in the midst of every season and you will continue to be fruitful. You will not faint. You'll be ever blessed and ever prosperous. What an incredible promise there is for if you keep walking step by step in God's plan and purpose, even when there's difficulties. Proverbs 16.1 says, Go ahead and make all the plans you want, but it's the Lord who will ultimately direct your steps. God wants us to plan. He wants to have vision and purpose and strategies individually and as a church and in our community. We need to have those and we need to pray for our governments as they have steps out of this COVID virus that God will give them great wisdom. Businesses need to have planned steps in their business to continue to move forward. And as a church, we're continuing to plan how to re-engage and, and uh, have our life groups and our small groups and various ministries to uh, re-engage and function more. But God's there to help us. He says, plan, but remember, God is still God. And when you surrender your life to Jesus, it says that you can do all the planning you want, but it's the Lord who will ultimately direct your steps. So he wants us to plan so we don't wander aimlessly and he will direct our planning and he'll direct your steps to fulfill his purpose. Proverbs 16.9 says, Within your heart you can make plans for your future, but the Lord chooses the steps you take to get there. So God will give you a vision and purpose, short term or long term, and then he will help you, direct you for the steps to get there, get you there. And I want to encourage you, if you're a younger person launching out on life and career and study and maybe marriage and relationships and family, God gives you wisdom to plan your steps. Keep moving forward and you'll see the blessing of God. Great promise in Psalm 77, 19. Your steps formed a highway through the seas with footprints on a pathway no one even knew was there. Wow, talk about Jesus walked on water. The children of Israel and Moses, they walked through the Red Sea on a pathway that didn't 
appear until the hand of the miraculous hand of God came and part of the water and they walked through on a pathway a highway through the ocean bed and came out the other side with God's blessing on them and they started to head towards the promised land had a few detours along the way in the wilderness but they finally made it to the promised land I want to encourage you maybe you're facing a difficult or an impossible situation with your health or finances or different plans for your life I want to say that God, as you trust Him, can make a way. He can form a highway through the seas with footprints on a pathway that no one else knew was there. God is turning some things around into pathways of blessing. And I want to encourage you to trust Him for that. And the three young men in the fiery furnace, God walked them through that fiery furnace. They came out the other side with the Son of God there blessing them. Jesus spoke about the steps we take and he, he said this very powerful and challenging statement about steps. Matthew 10, 38 says, And whoever comes to me must follow in my steps and be willing to share my cross and experience it as his own or he cannot be considered to be my disciple. Take up your cross daily, follow me. And this is a challenging verse. It challenges our self-focus and self-centeredness. But there's great joy and reward when Jesus is the center. And we, at times, pick up our cross of other people's misunderstandings or persecution. We follow what God has shown us and planned for us. And there is great reward. We follow and share His journey. And we stay close to Him, not from a distance. Maybe you're watching today and you've been following Jesus, but sometimes only when it's convenient or from a distance. I want to encourage you to follow him with all of your heart. Jesus took very deliberate steps on his journey on earth. Even as a baby, he would have learnt to walk. I wonder whether he fell over and bumped his head or skinned his knees when he walked, learned to walk like babies do. He learned to walk as a young man in his natural father's footsteps of being a tradesman, a carpenter. He learnt the word of God and he started to learn and to live as a teacher and prophet. And then when his ministry was thrust on him by the Holy Spirit, he walked those dusty roads and tracks across Galilee and Judea and he brought the message of hope. And he walked into impossible situations where there was death and disease and hardship and he spoke life he walked into places where there wasn't enough food and he multiplied the food he spoke hope and life into people and his disciples followed him walked with him and then we see Jesus at the end of his life he took deliberate steps ending with his steps up Mount Calvary carrying his cross that he was crucified on for you and for I and I thank you Jesus for following through on your steps and you didn't pull back sometimes our steps are slow deliberate and even painful but i just want to say keep on walking <coughs> don't settle for less keep on walking through god's plan and purpose of psalm 23 4 says even though i walk through the darkest valley i will fear no evil for you are with me your rod and your staff they comfort me what a beautiful verse. If you're going through a tough time, 
time of grief or loss or challenge or need or disappointing confusion. Don't stop, just keep walking forward. The Passion says, Lord, even when your path makes me, takes me through the valley of deepest darkness, fear will never conquer me for you already have. You remain close to me and lead me through it all the way. Your authority is my strength and my peace. The comfort of your love takes away my fear. I'll never be lonely for you are near. You become my delicious feast even when my enemies dare to fight. You anoint me with the fragrance of your Holy Spirit. You give me all I can drink of you until my heart overflows. So why would I fear the future? For your goodness and love pursue me all the days of my life. Then afterward, when my life is through, I'll return to your glorious presence to be forever with you. Sometimes we're running with overflow, blessing. It's like God's pursuing us with so many blessings. There's joy and excitement with new relationships and an overflow of his peace and power and God flowing through you and touching lives. Sometimes there's breakthroughs. We're taking big strides confidently. Or maybe you're in a season of climbing a slippery path slowly and strenuously. I want to encourage you, don't stop. Don't give up. Keep on walking in step with Jesus. Keep on following him closely because his spirit is there to help you. I want to just wrap this message up today by encouraging to follow in the steps that Jesus has set for your life. Run your race. Don't compare yourself with others all the time. Run your race. Galatians 5.25 says, Since we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step with the Holy Spirit. If you're unsure of the direction, say, Holy Spirit, what is your plan and purpose? What area can I serve you with my gifts and my talents? What area have I been maybe hiding because I don't think I'm good enough? I want to encourage you to step up. And uh, as we relaunch our teams and ministries, we're looking for more musicians and, and singers and worshipers, more people who can do pastoral care and connection and follow up and support and, and helping with our kids and youth ministries and our men's and women's ministry in so many areas. And maybe you've got compassion, a heart to serve. And this is a great time to step up. Please contact us. Let us know. And we'd love to help you and uh, to step up and serve with all of your heart. The Amplified says, If we claim to live by the Holy Spirit, we must also walk by the Spirit with personal integrity, godly character, and moral courage. Our conduct empowered by the Holy Spirit. I thank God for the Holy Spirit. He stirs me. He opens my eyes to see things that I don't understand. He makes the Word of God come alive. He gives me passion when I worship the Lord. Love overflows to people that are in need. And I thank God for the Holy Spirit leading me and guiding me. And I want to encourage you. He's doing that in your heart and life. Maybe you're a new Christian, still working out how does the Holy Spirit speak to you. There's inner impulses of His Spirit. He opens the Word of God up. You'll just know in your heart this is the right thing to say or to pray or to do. I want to encourage you. Let your heart be led by the Spirit with personal integrity, godly character, and moral courage. They are three things the Holy Spirit will help us to do. Personal integrity, being true to yourself and to God and to others. Godly character. He wants to grow the nature of Jesus in your life. Honesty and truth and compassion and discipline and following through on your word and trustworthy. 
faithful, all of these beautiful qualities that God builds in your life by His Holy Spirit. And I thank God for many people in our church that follow Jesus, have godly character, and it says have moral courage. Have the courage to say yes for the right reasons and no to the wrong things. And you will be empowered by the Holy Spirit. Just want to pick up that verse we started with earlier, Psalm 20, 37, 23. The steps of a good and righteous man are directed and established by the Lord. And he delights in his way and blesses his path. So whatever your path is in front of you, maybe you're busy in family and busy raising kids, whatever your path is, studying, stepping out and believing God to flow through you with the supernatural, leading people to Christ, faithfully serving behind the scenes that others don't see, but you are faithfully planning and organizing and Loving those that God has put in your path and life. I want to encourage the steps of a good and righteous man are directed and established by the Lord. Write down his plan. Follow it through. And together as a church, we can relaunch and flourish and function and increase and overflow. Because there's plenty of room in God's family for your life. And he wants you to be connected. Let's follow Jesus. Follow the good example of pastors, leaders, Mentors and parents, Paul said, follow me as I follow Jesus Christ. I want to pray a prayer with you today for blessing over God's plans for your life. Maybe the steps that you're taking, maybe you're in a place of confidence and you're taking confident steps, boldly following God's plan and purpose, fulfilling His direction for your life. Maybe you're in an uncertain time and you feel like you're stuck on the stairway, not sure whether to move up or down or sideways. Maybe fear has gripped you and you've, you've been retreating. But today I believe God's saying, hey, don't retreat. Step up and follow me with all of your heart. Don't, don't slow down or stop stepping up and stepping out. I'd like to pray for you today. If you don't know this amazing Jesus in a personal way, why don't you take the step of faith and saying, Jesus, forgive me and cleanse me. Maybe you're a follower of Jesus. You've been faithfully serving him for, for years or decades. I want to encourage you. Keep on stepping up and stepping out. Let his kingdom be revealed through your heart and your life. I invite you to open your heart. Why don't you reach up your hands and your heart as I pray today for blessing over you. Father, I thank you for the power of your Holy Spirit filling us. I pray today, Lord, your blessing would overflow. You would help us to be, walk in step with your spirit, with personal integrity, godly character, and moral courage. I believe for that right now in Jesus' name. For some that have stumbled and fallen, Lord, in sin or shame or guilt or dis discouragement, I pray today, your word says that you will pick us up. You would restore us. And I pray today for that restoration. For someone's feeling like they're, they're, they're not good enough to, for God to accept them. Right now, I pray for releasing of that shame off of their heart and they would realize that you are offering them another chance. Lord, you're giving them another uh, season uh, where they can be blessed of you. Lord, I pray for those that are faithfully serving. They would not be weary in well-doing, but there would be a new excitement. Lord, as we plan to step up and, and serve again, I just pray, Holy Spirit, you would energize us. There will be great joy and reward in serving you. Lord, lead us by your Spirit, individually, as families, as a church, and as a community. I pray your blessing over us now. Watch over our steps and let us fulfill your 
amazing destiny in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for joining us. The Bayside Christian Church community aims to transform our city and beyond with the life and power of Jesus Christ. If you want to know more or just keep in touch, check us out at www.baysidechristianchurch.com.au or follow us on our social media sites at Bayside Christian Church.